This is the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose, where I strategize with business owners on how to grow and scale their businesses to hit their income goals. This is episode 305 of the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose. Today, we are talking about Instagram real tips and tricks with Tina Lee from Full-Time Influencer. I'm really excited to dive into this conversation with Tina because she brings a different perspective that is actually going to make my audience that doesn't like the perfectly, aesthetically pleasing of aspects of Instagram to be really thrilled with what she is talking about when it comes to Instagram going forward into 2023. So make sure that you dive into this episode and take a listen. Before you go, I want to make sure that if you haven't already grabbed my pitch guide that you do so, you can always send a DM to me at Jenny underscore Melrose and I will send that directly to you. All right, let's dive in. Hi, Tina. How are you? Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Jenny. Thank you so much for having me today. Of course. I am so excited to have this conversation about Instagram Reels tips and tricks. But before we really jump into it, will you introduce yourself to my audience, your business, as well as yourself? Yes, sure. So my name is Tina, and I started as an influencer content creator in the travel and lifestyle niche about five to six years ago. And more recently, two years ago, I started a course called the Full-Time Influencer Program. And that's a separate page where I just teach people about how to grow and monetize their following on Instagram. Excellent. So what has impacted your ability to be a full-time influencer the most? Yeah. Oh, that's a good question. Let's dive right into it. So actually in the beginning, I feel like it was a complete lack of knowledge and network in the industry where I wasn't able to learn who were the people who matters, who were the people I was supposed to reach out to. And that lack of knowledge in the beginning really stopped me from landing any paid brand deals or really being able to value yourself as an influencer. And as I started to meet more people in the industry, whether it's influencers or PR representatives, representatives or brand representatives, that's where the entire game just changed for me. Absolutely. Now, is there a specific platform that you have found that your influence has really grown from? Yeah. For me, it's always been Instagram. I'm super heavy into Instagram and especially now with Reels. When it came out two years ago, at first I was super scared. I was like, I don't want to make video content. I've been training years to make photo. But as I started to lean into it and figure out what really worked, it just took off. And I went from about 200,000 followers to now almost 600,000 followers. That's amazing. In just two years. Yeah, in two years. Two years. And it took me like four years to grow to 200K before that. Right. Okay. Excellent. And that was implementing primarily Instagram Reels, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. So what I really want to know are what are some of your Instagram Reels tips and tricks that we can actually 
implement today? Because yeah. what I'm seeing a lot of times is I will get a lot of clients that will say to me, I feel like I'm just doing the rat race, right? I'm doing what everyone else is doing. I'm listening for trending music and I'm trying yeah. to make yeah. it work for me. And I'm just tired of feeling like I'm one of a million doing the same exact thing. <laughs> totally. So there's something that we're seeing right now is that there are some pretty random reels that seem to get a lot of views. And I understand that that's because Instagram really wants to push reels, but we shouldn't be looking at those kind of reels that don't really provide value for our audience as a measure of what you should be creating in order to grow. Something that gets you reach and views might not be something that will convert those views into actual followers. And so I think that is the disconnect. So people are posting a lot and maybe they're even getting views, but they're not actually converting those views into meaningful followers and people who actually will engage with you afterwards and enjoy what you put out there. So it goes without saying that I think, you know, everyone listening here probably knows that you have to post within your niche and don't try to hop on trends just because it's a trending thing and you saw someone else get a lot of views. And even if you want to do that, you want to make sure you adapt it to your niche. And then the next Next step is to really think about how your reel is actually providing value to your audience. And that value doesn't have to be just pure educational. It can be entertaining, inspirational, motivational, and educational. And when you have those elements into many of your reels, not all of them have to be that like high level, then you will start to see more conversion as you stay consistent. You're consistently creating value providing content and reels. And that's when the growth really happens. So you're really talking about staying on brand, being yes. within your niche and making sure that you provide that value that your yeah. audience is continuously looking for. Yes, exactly. And there's a lot of different levels to that too. Sometimes it's value that purely educational that you share with your audience. And sometimes it's value like telling your own story, but in a very engaging way or showing a transformation that you went through and that motivates people. So even though it's about you, you're still providing value to your audience. And in that sense, encouraging them to learn more from you and to be inspired by you and therefore want to follow you after they see your reel. Okay. Now, probably I want to say maybe six to nine months ago, I was hearing quite a bit about making sure that the trending music that you used made a difference. You could apply mm -hmm. it as your brand and make it work for your niche, but that yeah. music made a difference. Are you still seeing yeah. that? Yeah, that's a good question. So I actually posted like two or 300 reels so far across my two pages. And we made this sheet of just analyzing the numbers and whether it had trending sounds and what worked. And what we found is that trending sounds do get you more views, but they don't get you more likes or saves or shares. And we don't have the analytics for how many follows, but we don't see that it is necessarily providing value because people aren't sharing or saving it. And when we were growing the most is actually when we shared reels that got the most saves and shares. And those saves or shares are higher relative to the view count. And that's when you're like, okay, most of the people seeing this are saving and sharing it. And therefore, there's a lot more value to this reel. And that's when we saw the most difference with like growth. Okay. So I'm glad that we're talking about engagement because I think that that's so important. You know, a lot of people, we look at vanity numbers and we look at these huge yeah. numbers and what does that actually translate for a brand, especially if you're talking about sponsorships, right? So if we're looking at 
the actual value that you're getting out of an engagement. So you said saves and shares are the most important. Are there things that you have found that work really well to help get a save and share? Is there a call to action or is there a hashtag? Something something that is almost something you can hold and like put down and put into practice. Yes. No, I totally understand that where that's coming from. And I will say hashtags are not going to make a big difference. They do help to categorize your account so that Instagram can recommend you properly to the right people. But ultimately, it's not going to get you more views or even more follows in a significant way. And then also not for trending sounds and not not even call to action. A call to action does help. It can help to increase the conversion. However, ultimately it's down to the reel itself, how it is presented, if it's quality, if it is engaging, and then if people walk away feeling like they felt something from it. That's ultimately, I know it sounds like very like not so, but that is ultimately the biggest, biggest difference maker. But I think that that can lean well if you've made sure to incorporate your personal brands and yeah. make it so that it's about just know, people knowing what they're coming to you for so that they can find that unique piece that does speak to them. So I yes. love that. That's actually yeah. a great answer. I know it's not as concrete as we'd like it to be, but yeah. you have to find your own secret sauce that works well for your audience to attract those people to you. Um, yeah. So what... Would are are there Instagram real trends that you actually see continuing? We've seen a yeah. lot of different trends that have kind of come and gone, but are there trends that you see continuing after? So, like right now, we're recording and we're in the end of July, yeah, and this will come out middle of September. But what are we looking at? Especially Q four, I think is the most important time for influencers in particular yeah. if yeah. they are doing sponsorships. So, what should they be looking for? Yeah. Actually, personally, even though I feel like this isn't necessarily the thing that will get you the most views, what I think will become more and more popular is reels that directly speak to the audience. Right now on Instagram, we're seeing a lot of music and just like visual stuff that doesn't require hearing or knowing what you're talking about. But I actually think the next stage of what Instagram reels will become will be more like what TikTok is right now, which is more longer form speaking reels. So speaking about your experience, speaking about how teaching people about certain things or speaking about a day in your life of vlogging with, of course, like maybe interesting visual overlay, but being able to just speak well and then make it interesting and entertaining and tell a story while you're doing it. That will be a skill that we'll have to master going forward because just a few visuals stringing clips together in the future won't quite do it anymore. Okay. So talk to me a little bit about what you just said about TikTok. It's kind of changed. It's shifted from, is there a time limit that you're seeing and that is doing better compared to previously where I know it was saying like five seconds was what we had for Instagram reels to do well? Yeah. Great question. Before it used to be the shorter, the better. So as short as it needs to be to cover what you want to talk about. And now I still think that is true, but we're seeing more and more the short form video content needs to get a little bit longer in order to hold your audience for longer. And in order to actually convert them, you need a little bit more time with them. And so probably I would say over 10 seconds is necessary for any kind of talking video to even get your point across. And actually, 
recently I've been making like videos over 30 seconds just explaining the algorithm or addressing people's problems. They actually perform very well in terms of the engagement, like saving shares, commenting, people telling me their issues that they're having. So I think that would be a pretty big, make a pretty big difference going forward. Like you can, if you can keep people's attention, even though it's over 30 seconds. Yes. No, that's amazing. I mean, I think that that actually gives it more of that personal touch rather than it just being this fleeting, not even having just flying past when it comes to watching a reel. And I think especially now that we're looking as we're moving towards, it sounds crazy to say, but 2023, um, I'm finding that younger audience that is on Instagram is kind of changing a little bit as well. Yes. What are you, are you seeing anything? I know you're obviously younger than I am. You're a millennial, right? Is that I am, right? yeah. Okay. So we actually have more like the younger Gen Zs coming up. Yeah, are yeah. there things that you see kind of changing for them that we need to make sure that we're paying attention to? Yeah. I do feel like this current, this past year was like the biggest change that we've ever seen on the Instagram platform. It's like a tidal wave of just everything is becoming Gen Z. And I know it feels a little bit scary as a millennial myself. What I am seeing is that ultimately a lot of the older users are dying off. And then this new wave of users are coming in and they are very engaging. They love to like, like and comment. And so a lot of older accounts that have that group maybe five or even longer ago, you might see a decrease in engagement because you're still holding to sort of what I would call like a dead weight on your following that is people who are no longer so active on Instagram because maybe they are not using it anymore. But so the next step, I think, is to really be able to speak to this younger audience by what they like to say is being authentic which is just being just more casual. It's not so much the picture perfect moment or like the perfect looking life, but it's more mixed with a little bit of imperfection there. And it can translate in many different ways. It can either just be the things that aren't so perfect in your life, sharing very personal experiences, or it can be even visually less, less, how do I say? Aesthetically (laughs) Uh, pleasing. Exactly. Yeah. Because like they're even purposely blurring their photos now to create that motion effect. And I saw this tutorial on TikTok of Gen Z teaching us how to purposely blur a certain part of your video so that it looks more natural. And I thought that was super funny because we went from this picture perfect moment to like purposely making it look authentic. So, you know, we we will observe as we go, but I do think that it is important to share more of those personal moments and the imperfect moments. Yes. No, I think my listeners are probably excited by that thought because I think that many of us are kind of the aesthetically pleasing. It can be very... A lot of pressure, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> intimidating. Very yeah. intimidating. And I know that many of my food bloggers in particular have improved their photography and their content is gorgeous. But I do think that, you know, a lot of them will say, well, I don't speak to necessarily the Gen Zs. I speak to the the 30 year olds that have the kids that are making the meals. But we got to remember those Gen Zs are going to end up having kids. They are going to be that audience that we want to actually use our recipes and take our fashion advice and do our travel and all those things. So really starting to think about how these, what shifts we can start to see, I think will 
actually be really exciting. I know some of my mom bloggers that are probably listening, they're going, I get to be authentic. I get to be real. It doesn't have to be pretty. Yay. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I, I feel like there's also a, a fine line balance between speaking to your current audience, which is probably more at millennials and above, and then also being able to speak to the younger generation as well. So for myself on my course page, I'm a millennial like through and through, but I have a, a graphic designer who is a Gen Z. She is like 10 years younger than me. And so when our brains come together, it's actually the perfect mix of what's trending right now, but not so young that we're not providing enough value or that we're not actually educating people. So I try to focus on more the, the value adding educational aspect. And then my graphic designer brings a very young and fresh take on on the visuals and even on what trends are happening because she's observing a lot on TikTok and even also on Reels. And then she brings it to, to our page, which is a perfect mix. That's amazing. I love that. That's such a great idea to make sure that your team does have all of those different vantage points. Yeah. Um, so excellent. So good. So now tell me a little bit about you have a course and then you also have a free training that we're going to talk a little bit about too. Will yeah. you talk about your course that you have on Instagram Reels? Yeah. So the course is called Reels Rocket Ship. And if you want to check it out, it's just at reelsrocketship.com. I wanted to package everything that I knew about Reels into this one program because I know it's so impactful. So it covers everything about how the algorithm works because it's slightly different to your regular posts and also what goes into a viral reel, then what actually converts people into follows. So that's basically all of that into one. Excellent. And you have a free training that my audience is being offered. So that we're going to make sure to link to that in the show notes, but talk a little bit about that training. Yeah. Thank you for mentioning that. So if you're looking for the next level to build a strong foundation to also monetize your account, know how to reach out to brands and really have a strong online personal brand, then this free training would be great for you. It's at successfulinfluencer.com. Basically just a one hour training taking you from the four steps, like the niche, the content strategy, the growth, and the landing paid brand deals on how to become an influencer. Excellent. Well, we're going to link to that in the show notes. Where else are the best places to connect with you, Tina? Yeah. So you can also find me on a podcast. Since we're speaking on a podcast, I think the best place to direct everyone is to my podcast. It's called Full-Time Influencer. We're also going to have Jenny on to share her expertise as well. So definitely check it out. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for sharing your knowledge with us. I appreciate you so much for taking the time. So welcome. Thank you for having me. All right. Well, there you have it. Tina really gave such a different perspective when it comes to Instagram as far as the aesthetics. And I think that's probably really exciting for some of us that want to be able to be more authentic on the platform moving forward. So I hope that you will hop over and watch her training that she is doing as well as take a look at her Instagram Reels course. Um, she obviously gives a different perspective than what we have heard over the course of the past year when it comes to Instagram Reels. Saying, use trending sounds, make it exactly like everyone else. And we can finally get out of that rat race of feeling like we're doing it all the same as everyone. So until next time, I will see you all then. 